Welcome to the Design Your Dream Your podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create your most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. It is your host, Allison, popping on with another episode, looking super ultra stylish in her pink robe being worn over like two different tops and two pairs of socks and her leggings. But unlike last week's episode, I am not in the car recording this because it is way too cold for that. We officially got our first snow a couple days ago. So we've got a nice lovely white blanket on the ground and I miraculously somehow managed to get the Christmas tree up and it is not even December 1st yet. Like that I think for me is a first, at least in the last decade. If you listen to last week's podcast episode, I shared about how I had been struggling during the holidays really with feeling stressed out and pressured to the point where like I didn't even look forward to December anymore. I just kind of dreaded it and I didn't even put up a Christmas tree in 2020. So anyway, I'm feeling pretty good. And if you can relate to any of that, if, if the holidays for you are stressful, you're not really enjoying them anymore, if you find yourself feeling obligated maybe to buy everyone the perfect gift or to buy gifts at all or to see everyone or insert the thing that stresses you out here, you should definitely give that episode a listen because I shared specific things that I have done over the last couple years that have made all the difference that have removed so much stress when it comes to the holidays and have really allowed me to enjoy it again. And I also shared a book that I'm reading that I have been loving, which has been helping that even more. So all of this to say, I'm feeling pretty jolly over here and it's beginning to feel, dare I say, a lot like Christmas in my corner of the world. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's, that's what's happening. And today is just one of those days where I don't know if you can relate to this, but it's like when it's cold outside, even though you have the heater on, it's like you're just chilled to the bone and no matter what you do, you just can't seem to warm up. That's me today. I don't know. I just cannot warm up. So I've got my robe on and I'm looking real stylish. So I am pumped for today's episode because today I want to talk all about how you can manifest your desired outcome faster and easier by playing more. And when I say faster, I'm talking like 40 times faster. Now, ultimately manifestation and being able to manifest an outcome that you really want for yourself, it's really about consistently embodying the version of yourself who already has whatever it is that you're wanting to manifest. And there are of course certain things that are very helpful and also necessary in that process that we need to do in order to actually do that. Like for instance, in order to really embody the version of ourselves that is already living our, our desired reality, we need to shift our beliefs 
to align with that version of ourselves. We need to develop the habits and the skills that that version of us would have. We need to show up in our day-to-day -day as much as possible embodying that person and taking the type of actions that they would take. And so, you know, doing things like saying affirmations can be really helpful for rewiring new beliefs and visualization and acting as if. These are all things that we commonly hear about in the self-development world when we're talking about manifestation, mindset, all of that. Um, you know, these are tools that we can do in order to rewire our brains and to really embody that version of ourself so that we can become this new version of ourselves. Because if we are trying to manifest a new outcome in our life, that is going to require us to become a new version of ourselves. Otherwise, we would have it already, right? So we need to do these things and change our beliefs and change our habits and all of this, really step into that energy so that we can become this new version of ourselves. But when you infuse play while you're doing these things, when you focus on having as much fun as you possibly can during your day, you will actually speed up the process 40 times over. Firstly, because when you're feeling joy and you're having fun, you are quite literally vibrating at a higher frequency, which means that you are energetically aligned to the things that you're wanting, which will, as a result, attract the things that you're wanting if you are doing those things consistently. Like that's just physics, that is science, that is how energy works. Go listen to the episode called um, How Your Reality is Created, Energy and Vibration 101, because that is where we dive into all the science and the physics and how all of that stuff works, what, what it means when people say like, raise your vibration and your frequency and law of attraction. That's what we talk about in that episode, but we're not talking about that in, in this episode. But in addition to that little bit, of you know playing and having fun raising your frequency so that you are an energetic match your brain actually learns faster when you're having fun when you're playing think about kids for a second like oh don't you remember the good old days of when you were a kid and you just you know, and I know this is different for everyone and not everyone had this childhood. So I am referring to my childhood here. And for those of you can relate where your number one concern really was just like at a certain age, you weren't worried about all of these adult things. And again, I know that some people were forced to grow up too soon because of certain circumstances, but in general, kids play a lot more. They are concerned with playing. What am I gonna do today? How am I gonna have fun? How am I going to play? And think about how often kids play and how when they are children, they are like sponges walking around, learning how the world works, learning how things work, learning about everything. They're taking in so much. And one of the reasons why is because they are having fun. Kids learn at an insane rate 
because they are playing and having a lot more fun than the average adult. Scientists have discovered that it takes roughly 400 repetitions to create a new synapse in your brain. Unless it is done in play, then it only takes 10 to 20. So what the heck am I talking about? What's a synapse and why do we love making these? Well, a synapse is basically a line of communication in your brain between two nerve cells. Like our brains are constantly making new connections and reforming old pathways and reinforcing pathways in order to, uh, you know, reorganize information and to store data most efficiently. And so a new synapse means that a new habit has been formed. Something has been integrated and stored. It's in your long-term memory. It's been turned into a core belief. It's embodied, whatever you want to call it. It is now something that you no longer need to force or try super hard to do. It's like a habit when you're trying to start a new habit in the beginning, it feels really forced. It takes a lot of willpower, but eventually with repetition, you begin to form this new habit, a new synapse, a new connection in your brain is literally wired and that becomes a subconscious habit so that eventually you get to the point where you kind of just do it on autopilot. It no longer takes the same amount of willpower. So our brain is always changing <laughs> and this is awesome. Like whether we like it or not, our brain is always changing. So when someone says, you know, uh, a person can't change, that is complete hogwash. Your brain can be rewired. Your subconscious mind, which is the part of you that is responsible for 90% of your reality, it can be reprogrammed. So in order to manifest a new outcome in our life, we will need to adopt new beliefs, new habits, new skills, new ways of being, you know, all of these things that are aligned with that version of ourselves who already is living that outcome. So you can help your brain learn faster and get your subconscious mind programmed faster, which is absolutely essential because if you're subconscious, and this is something we talk about a lot here on the podcast, this is the you know number one reason why we have a hard time manifesting something is because we may consciously want something, but we have a subconscious belief that contradicts what we want. And so our subconscious mind is super duper powerful and it's always going to override what we consciously want unless we reprogram it. So you can help the process of your brain learning and your subconscious mind getting reprogrammed by infusing everything with play. And if you look up the definition of play, it literally says, play is defined as any activity that elicits feelings of joy and pleasure resulting in the release of dopamine. So 
if the method of doing whatever you're doing is fun, it is almost 40 times more effective than just repetition alone than just doing it over and over and over and over again. You know, saying those affirmations 400 times, forcing yourself to do that new habit a bazillion times. The bottom line is that dopamine is literally a shortcut by having more fun. And who doesn't want that? You will learn faster, form habits more quickly and bonus points. Your brain's overall health will even increase. Plus, I don't know about you, but like, I'm pretty sure you can agree with this. Life is way more enjoyable when you're actually having fun and enjoying yourself. Like even if playing wasn't a shortcut and you still needed to do something 400 times in order to form that new synapse in your brain, your quality of life would be higher simply by incorporating play. Like when you think about it, everything we do and everything, like everything that we want to manifest is because we believe it is in some way going to make us feel better. It's going to make us happier. Oh, if I have this thing, I'm going to feel more peaceful. If I have this thing, I'm going to feel more joy. If I have this thing or experience, whatever, I'm going to feel more expansive. It's always about the feeling, but you know, how about instead of taking different paths to try to get to a place where we can have more fun and more joy, why not be fun and joy? Like, make it a daily embodiment practice. I know that there is that really cliche quote about it's not the destination, it's the journey, but it's so true. <laughs> it is so true. If you are working your brains off and stressing out and just ugh, pushing, pushing, trying to get to some distant outcome where you're finally going to feel better, like that is not worth it. And unfortunately, when you do get to that outcome, and you may have had this before, you're going to find that that feeling that you were after is typically very um, short lived. <laughs> you know, sometimes it lasts five minutes, sometimes it lasts a couple of days. But overall, if you haven't made it a practice to really enjoy the journey, to relish the journey, to have fun, then it's just, you know, life is too short to do that. And that's, I think I shared way back when I first came back to doing this podcast is like, that's one of the things, one of the big lessons that I had to learn was, you know, I was always so caught up in trying to achieve things and reach this goal. And in the process, I was like killing my health and working myself into the ground and letting my relationships suffer because I wasn't putting any time and energy into them. And then I would hit these goals and I would achieve these things and I would feel a sense of accomplishment or whatever it was for like a few minutes. And then already my mind would be like, what's next? And it was just like, if you've ever been there, you know, it's just like, ugh, no, no. So all of this to say is that if you need an excuse to play more, to have more fun, then this right here is your excuse. Your brain is going to be healthier 
and you are going to be learning faster and becoming this version of yourself that feels amazing by having more fun. So with all of that in mind, I have a list. In fact, how many did I write down? Okay, yes, 13. I wrote down 13 different ways that you can incorporate more play into your manifestation process because I know for me that it really helps to get some examples and these are things that I do myself that I have really enjoyed. So I am going to share them with you and I encourage you to pay attention to which one of these sounds fun and to actually do it. Like some of these may not sound fun to you, but there might be one out of the 13 where you're like, oh, okay, that kind of sounds fun. Like maybe it sounds a little silly, but that sounds kind of fun. Like I want to encourage you to just try one of these on, just give it a try. And also you might come up with your own thing, or maybe you even have your own thing. Like if you do, I would love to hear about it, but like just keep your mind open and hopefully these ideas for how to actually infuse more fun and play into the manifestation process will help you to get those creative wheels turning. So the first thing that you can do is you can turn a new habit that you're wanting to form into a theatrical act. So for example, let's say you would like to create a new morning routine, maybe one that really helps you to feel your best in the morning, both mentally and physically. Maybe you want to start making yourself a cup of hot lemon water, and maybe you wanna take just five minutes to do some stretching, do a little mindfulness meditation. Maybe you wanna take another 10 minutes to read something that's really going to lift your spirits and inspire you, whatever it is. Let's say that you want to start this new morning routine. Well, turn that morning routine into like a little short theatrical performance where you act out each step as if you are starring in a movie or a television show and you could be narrating either out loud or in your head what you're doing. You could be exaggerating every action as if it's like the most important scene ever because I can tell you from experience that this really infuses a sense of just like, I don't know, it's fun. I, I, I find it super fun. And if you were to see me alone, you would see me talking out loud all the time because I am constantly doing this. Like I do this all the time when I'm cooking, uh, when I'm taking my supplements, when I'm trying to do a new workout routine, I will talk out loud as if I'm on like one of those cooking television shows, you know, as if I'm hosting it <laughs> and it just makes it so much fun. So try this out if you would like, turn whatever new habit you're wanting to do into like a television show or a movie or a stage performance, whatever resonates, but just really get into it and it's the best. The second thing you could do is try saying all of your affirmations in different voices or accents. 
and the you know more over the top your impression or your accent and the more ridiculous it makes you feel generally the better or you could even sing them like i love singing so i love to sing my affirmations like i'm not i'm gonna spare you here um but like i love to like sing in an operatic voice and get all like oh so like i'll like really get into my affirmations that way i also love to say my affirmations in like a british accent which obviously i don't actually have a british accent but I wished that I did because I love the sound of one. So I will frequently talk in a British accent because I find it fun um, to the point where nowadays I will kind of go in and out of a British accent without even realizing it. And probably a bad British accent at that, like for anyone listening who actually has a British accent, I apologize in advance that my British accent is probably not the best but i wish i had one because i love the sound and the bottom line i find it really fun so try saying your affirmations in different voices play around with impersonating someone that could be fun or silly or try singing them another thing that you could do is like a character swap where during the day you know imagine swapping lives with someone that you admire or a fictional character who really embodies the traits that you admire and the, and traits that you desire to have yourself like you can playfully explore how they would maybe handle your current situation or you know what would they do today to kind of take action on your goals like try adopting their mindset and taking actions from the place as if you were them. I absolutely love doing this one. And along those lines, that leads me to the next thing, which is you could go the more super superhero route if that is what floats your boat. Like you could literally create your own superhero alter ego complete with a name what superpowers they have and like even a backstory like flesh out their backstory every superhero has a backstory of how they became that way so like really get into it visualize yourself embodying this superhero while you're just tackling your everyday tasks or you know if you are facing a particular challenge while you're facing that challenge, you're channeling their confidence and their abilities and their superpowers. If you were familiar with my brand a few years ago, well, I guess at this point, gosh, it's been at least four years uh, since I had it. But back in the day when I taught business, I had a Facebook group, a free Facebook group for entrepreneurs called Creative Superheroes. <laughs> where this is pretty much what I was doing. And in the cover photo, I was dressed up as Wonder Woman and I was holding a laptop and a coffee. So for me, like I had a ton of fun with that. Um, I love to, I don't know, it's just something when things just become so much easier sometimes when you just imagine that you're someone else and then you can just really get into it. So explore the super, how, oh man, I cannot say superhero. <laughs> Explore the superhero um, option, if that resonates. Speaking from experience, that one is super fun. Um, another thing that you could do 
is you could throw a dinner party or a tea party or some type of little gathering where you dress up as your highest self for like an hour and you role play as them. Whatever your highest self would wear. Like I actually think this is really fun. When I visualize my highest self, I have this long hair that's like playfully messy. I'm wearing these like really comfortable but super cute kind of, I don't wanna say yoga clothes. The yoga, <laughs> I'm making it, okay, anyway. I don't need to go into what I what I imagined myself to look like because it's starting to sound a little lame, but you know, that's okay. Bottom line is picture your highest self and what are they wearing? And then can you actually dress up like them? Can you be them? How do they talk? Can you talk like them? How are they acting? You know, what 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 is their presence like? Step into that. Another thing you can do, and this one is really fun, is you can go to what I call the boardroom. So this is a fun little thing that I like to do. Anytime that I want like guidance, like intuitive guidance on maybe a decision that I'm trying to make or maybe a challenge that I'm facing and I want some like feedback. But basically what you do for this is you visual your, visualize yourself in a setting that inspires you. So like it could be a really nice room of some kind, you know, whatever type of house or room or setting, it could even be outside. Whatever is aesthetically pleasing to you, picture that. And in that room, there's a table. And at the table or outside, at the, at the outdoor table, wherever, one to two people that you really look up to and admire are sitting at that table. So maybe it's a mentor you really admire, a coach that you really respect and work with. It could even be a celebrity, but ideally this is a person who has already achieved whatever it is that you are wanting, right? They have kind of embodied qualities that you want. They have an outcome in their life that you would like something or like an equivalent of, but there's someone that you look up to. Uh, there's someone that you, you know, might, may want to emulate in some way. And in this, you simply ask them a question about whatever you're seeking clarity and guidance on, and then you see what they say. So like, this is really fun if you enjoy visualization specifically. So like, I love visualizing, I love closing my eyes and letting my imagination run wild. So if you enjoy visualization, you might enjoy this one. It's one of my personal favorites and it's always interesting what comes out of the mouths of the people that you're asking. But the key here is to like not overthink it, like just go with the flow. Don't try to like get in your head about like, well, what would they actually say? Like, no, just try your best to just kind of let it just happen and then see what happens when you try that. Another thing that you can do to infuse more play is to create a you know, manifestation dance party playlist where you curate a playlist of just songs that embody the feelings and the emotions of 
whatever essence that you're after, right? Of whatever you are hoping to feel when you have achieved your goal. So, you know, songs that make you feel empowered or songs that make you feel confident, songs that make you feel abundant, songs that make you feel playful, songs that inspire you, move you in some way, make a playlist and just dance freely without overthinking it. Don't try to look all cool. Just let your body move to the music and just let, let the music help you to embody the energy that you're already there. This is one of my personal favorites. I love music. I love moving my body. I love dance, even though I'm not a dancer. Like I haven't, I, I took like a couple dance lessons when I was a kid, but I really don't know anything. So if you've ever, if you've ever seen me dance, like it's pretty special looking, but doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what it looks like. As long as you're having fun, this is so, 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 so powerful. I swear that half of my best ideas and half of my, you know, of so many breakthrough moments and ahas happen to me when I am dancing because my logical mind just kind of takes a hike and I really get into the flow, as they say. Another way that you can infuse play is to, and this is one of my favorites, well, these are all things I like, but visualize your intuition as a magical talking animal that pops up and talks to you in some sort of tone or voice. So my intuition I see as a fox and this fox happens to have a male voice and he talks with a sarcastic tone in a British accent. Uh, that just, that's what came up. Actually, this first happened to me during an ayahuasca ceremony. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, or if you've gone through previous episodes, one of the earlier episodes, I shared my ayahuasca journey that I went on back in 2020 when I went to Costa Rica. That is a whole ride, and I got a, a podcast about it, so... Check that out if you're interested, but I shared in the podcast this crazy thing that was happening where a fox showed up uh, during the ceremony, but also before the ceremony. Before I ever had a drop of ayahuasca, I was actually doing breath work. Breath work alone, just breathing in, breathing out. In the middle of the, well, towards the end of the breath work session, I closed my eyes and it was at a point where we were holding our breath for basically as long as we could. And as I was holding my breath, this fox just popped up so clearly. And then that kind of became the theme. And now, funnily enough, throughout my life, I see foxes in the most crazy times. Like when my husband and I first moved into this house a year and a half ago, the first day we saw a family of foxes coming down our road and I never see foxes here. Like I was so excited, took it as a sign. Anyway, you could say fox is my spirit animal or one of them, but I digress. It's really fun to visualize your intuition when it's speaking as an animal with a silly voice or, you know, it could be a really, um, could be a very uh, stoic voice. Doesn't have to be silly. Whatever kind of voice you want, have fun with it play around with it. Um, another thing that I enjoy doing is 
to pretend that you're on a comedy show for your spirit guides and look at the camera every now and then as if to break that uh, fourth wall. <laughs> like, you know how like in movies and comedies sometimes, like with most movies, you are not supposed to, there is that wall between you and the actors, right? They're not making eye contact directly with you and talking to you. Um, in most movies, but in some movies, like in certain comedies or other movies, they will break that wall by bringing you into that world and talking directly to you. So you could have fun and do this throughout your day. And something that I actually like to do, and this is taking it to a whole nother level of silly, and it might be a little woo for some of you, but I like to think about my life review and I like to think about, okay, when I'm watching my life review, I want to see the moments where I broke that fourth wall and looked at myself right here, right now. So like if you've ever watched a near death experience, which I've shared before, I like love watching those. There are hundreds and hundreds of near death experiences on YouTube, on books um, that have been documented and studied, but near death experience is basically someone who uh, quite literally died, whether it was for seconds or for minutes, uh, clinically died. Like there's one story of a guy who died on the operating table, legally dead for 20 minutes to the point where they were, you know, getting his death certificate out and all of this legally dead for 20 minutes, came back. And all of these people who have experienced this, there's common themes that run through almost all of them. And one of them is this experience of uh, having a life review where you see and you feel your entire life, everything. And it's like, it doesn't take time because there is no time, but you're like seeing your whole life play out. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent here. So, but I'm already thinking about this. I'm like, okay, when I die and I'm watching my life review, I want to make, I want to see myself looking at, at me knowing that this was going to happen. Does that even make sense? I'm feeling a really bad, I, I'm doing a bad job of explaining, but whatever the point is, is if you are into spirit guides or angels, or even, you know, your higher self, if you like to visualize that, whatever you resonate with, you could occasionally, you know, pretend they're there and look at them and, you know, and break that fourth wall. I have, I, I think it's super fun. Another thing that is really easy that you can do that is also playful is sprinkle your intentions into your favorite food or beverage like it is magical pixie dust. So like I add nutritional yeast to a ton of stuff and nutritional yeast is basically just like this powder like this yellowish looking powder that is full of vitamins and minerals. It's a great thing to add to salads or smoothies or really on top of any type of food that adds more, well, nutrition. So while I'm doing that, I pretend that is literally my intention. Like I might, as I'm making my salad, my intention is to feel confident. I want to feel so confident going into the rest of my workday. And side note, you know, <laughs> sometimes when you quote unquote fake it till you make it, there's that quote, 
you can fake confidence and then it turns into actual confidence. I do that all the time. But like I'll in I'll like I will infuse confidence playfully. Like imagine I am imagine I am having so many troubles with words today, but we're going to keep going. I am pretending that I <laughs> that I am infusing confidence into the nutritional yeast. I'm putting it on my salad. So when I eat it, it's like magical confidence dust and I am instantly more confident. So you could take whatever your intention is. Maybe you want to feel a certain way. Maybe you want to be a certain way, but take that and pretend like you're sprinkling it onto your food, into your smoothie, into your drink, whatever. Another thing that you can do that I love is tell a story in interpretive dance instead of journaling. So like this could be reflecting on something from the past that maybe you're looking to learn from and release, or uh, you could do this to like embody the version of yourself who's already living your desired outcome. A lot of people talk about scripting and journaling, and I have shared here before on this podcast how I don't enjoy journaling generally because I have a hard time writing. It's never been my thing. When I discovered like just dancing it out and moving my body, that for me is so much more powerful because I don't like writing. Writing is not fun for me. So, you know, you could be dancing like you already have the dream job, dancing like you already have the dream house, dancing like you already are your most confident, boss ass, you know, whatever self, like just letting yourself tell a story or feeling a certain way as you're dancing, you know, dancing like the type of friendship you've been longing for uh, is already a thing or dancing. Like I said, like you already have the confidence that you're wanting to have, but I absolutely love doing this and I'm sure I look totally crazy and it doesn't matter. Like dancing out a story is so, so powerful. And the more fun you can have with this, obviously, as we know, the better. And then the last thing that I have on my list, oh my gosh, and I love this one too, I was just doing this today, is to pretend that you're playing a game with the universe where you make a move like maybe you take a certain inspired action and then you wait for a signal that it's your turn again, like some sort of sign or synchronicity that lets you know, okay, the universe just made their move. Now it's back to being my turn. Show up in your day as if life is a game that is rigged in your favor you cannot lose. And this gets really fun because you start to pay more attention to the signs, to the synchronicities. If you listen to, I think it was two episodes ago, um, the episode where we talked about proof and how to get more proof that your manifestation is unfolding. It, this is kind of like that a little bit. The more that you start to play this game where you take a, you make a move and then you're, you're now 
keeping your eyes peeled for the universe to take, you know, its move by getting that sign or seeing that synchronicity or whatever, you're going to start noticing more and more signs, more and more synchronicities, more quote unquote proof that whatever it is that you're wanting to manifest is already unfolding. The more you look for proof, the more you're going to find it. It's kind of like people who look for proof that, you know, maybe life is hard. They're always going to find that and they're always going to get more of what they're focusing on, but it works the other way around. When you focus on, oh yeah, things are always working out for me. Life is a game. It is rigged in my favor. You're going to start finding all sorts of things that line up to support that in the most crazy, mind-blowing ways. Like I just had the other day, oh my goodness. Okay, well, this could be a whole nother episode, I feel like, <laughs> but like basically, I'll try to keep it super short. Um, I was playing a game. I love playing a game with angel, angel numbers, you know, 222, 111, 333, things like that. And I have been seeing the number 11 constantly over the last couple months, like more than usual in the most crazy ways, like throughout my entire day. I don't look at my phone that often, but every time I do look at my phone, it's like 411, 511, 911, 1211. But then if I'm listening to a podcast, if my husband starts talking to me, I might pause it. And then when I look down, I notice that I paused it at like 12 minutes and 11 seconds, just crazy things. So anyway, I was playing this game uh, last month when my husband and I went to Colorado for a vacation. And I was playing it the day that we flew out there and the most insane thing happened. I basically asked, for a sign, like a sign, like show me your move so that I can go next. And I, as soon as we got to the ground and we ordered our, um, not Uber, Lyft, guess it really doesn't matter. I never use either one of those. I always forget my husband uh, did it. Anyway, when our Lyft arrived to pick us up from the airport, I noticed that it had a bumper sticker on the back and it was just a round white bumper sticker with a number 11 on it. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, see what you did there. So we get into the car, we, he's driving us to you know, the place where we're gonna pick up our rental. And as we continue driving, uh, one of the main highways that was leading to our Airbnb was Highway 11. And then we pulled over at a grocery store because we wanted to stock up on some groceries and we both picked out some random stuff. We both divided it up randomly at the checkout and I paid and my change was $11. Hmm, interesting. So then we continue, we get to the Airbnb and oh, what do you know, our cabin number was one, one, one. At this point, and I'm like writing all these down because at this point I'm just like, oh my God, to the point where even my husband, who is generally very um, skeptical about all of this type of thing, even he was like, okay, interesting. And it all came to a head when a few hours later we decided to watch a movie and it was a scary movie. It's uh, the one called Us. And in the movie, 
little did I know that in the movie, the main character keeps seeing the number 1111. Like that is an actual theme of the movie and I had no idea. And at that point, my husband was like, okay, stop the movie, look this up, what does it mean? <laughs> so anyway, all of this to say is that this can be really fun when you treat it like a game and you start to pay attention and you start to notice the signs and the synchronicities and you start seeing things as proof. And the more that you do this, the more that you're going to find and the more that your mind is going to be boggled. So those were, I think that was 13 things. I kind of stopped counting, but hopefully those ideas you know, got your creative wheels turning a bit about things that you could try. And if any of those resonated with you, then I want to encourage you to give it a try, see what happens. Everything is more enjoyable when you're having fun. And if you come up with something else, like you should totally share it with me because I would love to know. I am always looking for ways that I can have more fun. So if you have something that you love, that you find super fun, feel free to share it with me. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm there at design your dream year because I always want to discover more ways in which I can have more fun and more play. Like one of the questions I love to ask myself throughout the day is how can I make this more fun? Doing the dishes, how can I make this more fun? Doing some cleaning, how can I make that more fun? Creating a new workshop or working on a new project, how can I make it more fun? I'm constantly asking myself this question. And when you constantly ask yourself that question, you're gonna start coming up with the most creative ways to have more fun. And before you know it, life just feels better. Things just start flowing more easily. Things just start lining up with less effort. You start to really get into those habits more naturally because they have become a part of you. They are, have been wired into your brain because you did that consciously. So hopefully this episode gave you some ideas. Give one of them a try. Give more than one a try. Let me know if you try any of them. I would love to hear your experience. Oh, and before I sign off, I want to let you know that there are still some of my uh, brand new Design Your Dream Year playbooks available, and there is a limited amount, but they would make the perfect gift for yourself or a loved one if you love yourself a good planner, journal, guide, you want to get yourself really pumped and ready for the new year. Um, and if you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, the Design Your Dream Year playbook is my brand new baby. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> not my baby. It's my creative baby. It is my brand new physical product, which is a step-by-step -step manifestation guide workbook, journal, and 12-month dateless planner all rolled into one to help you get crystal clear on what you'd like to manifest in the new year and help you to achieve your 2024 goals with ease and confidence as you live out your absolute best year yet. This is what I've been wanting for myself for years, but I could never find. So I just decided to create it myself. But basically it walks you through 
a scientifically backed three-step manifestation process for achieving your dreams and your goals by harnessing the things we talk about on this podcast, the power of intention, inspired action, universal laws, and your subconscious mind. It's the same process that I have used year after year after year to hit goals that once felt completely impossible. And, you know, perhaps the best part is that it really helps you to just enjoy your life more right now, to feel your most fulfilled and your most joyful right now, not when you get to some destination. And it's also packed with manifestation tips, step-by-step guidance, powerful affirmations, and everything that you need to make the next 12 months the absolute best year of your life. So if you'd like to get your hands on one of those while you still can, because I only had uh, a a set amount of them printed, Um, it's not fake, (laughs) it's not fake urgency. I cannot stand it when, oh my gosh, okay, when someone has like a digital, like online, you know, webinar or whatever, and they're like limited spots available. And I'm like, uh, no, there's not limited. Or like when you see like a timer at the top of a page and it says there's only, you know, five hours left. And then the next time you go to that page, it has reset and it didn't actually end. Like, no, I don't do that fake scarcity BS. There are a limited amount because I had a certain amount printed, but there are still some left. So if you would like to check them out and get one for yourself, you can go to the link that I will have for you below in the show notes, or you can visit designyourdreamyear.com forward slash playbook. But show notes option is probably the easiest, right? Because all you have to do is tap that link. Whew, all right, man, I have managed to work myself up into a sweat. Oh my goodness, for the first time all day, I'm actually warm. And not just warm, I'm actually hot. That is just what I need to start doing from now on. On those days where I can't get warm, where I am chilled to the bone, I clearly just need to podcast, um, but I had better be going because, you know, <laughs> uh, I didn't want to ramble on too long. So. That is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, remember, you, my friend, have the opportunity every single day to intentionally cultivate the life of your dreams through your thoughts and your actions. You are a freaking powerful creator. So go get out there and live your best dadgum life. And I will see you in the next episode.